Today we're going to learn a uh, a parak of Hashem. Just a general thing about serving Hashem. The Torah says that when Yaakov was fighting with the uh, angel of Esav, the Torah brings different opinions. The Medrash brings different opinions about how did the angel appear to Yaakov. One opinion is that the angel of Esav appeared to Yaakov like a thief. The second opinion is that he appeared to Yaakov like a businessman. And the third opinion is that he appeared to Yaakov like a chacham, like a tzaddik, like a chassid, like a very wise, venerable sage. If we were to unpack the meaning of this, of this medrash, it is, it, it, the Yitzhahara is called a klugenker. He has tricks. He has a wise man. And it could appear to us in all kinds of interesting ways. Sometimes he appears like a thief, like a mafionaire. That he is uh, he's clearly trying to, to convince us to do the wrong thing. He tells you straight out, do the wrong thing. Talk during davening, whatever, whatever the wrong thing is. He puts it into your heart and he pushes you and says, go do this. This is just worth it. This is valuable. This is enjoyable. Go ahead, just, just, just go do it. But the Yitzhahara also could dress up like a businessman. He could say to you that he's not trying to convince you to do the wrong thing. No, he agrees with you that, uh, that the right thing is the right thing, but he tells you that you're in Mayim Rabim, you're in a huge situation of worries of Pranasa, and... You, and he tries to put into your head this dream of being rich. And because he gets you into that, into that uh, zone of like, I, I, need, I need more, I need more, I'm stuck. So he gives you very practical and very real, um, very real seduction. He seduces you with very practical and very real things. You have a wife and children. You have to bring food home. You have to uh, get into the stock market. You have to accumulate wealth. Or you could push you towards uh, towards tivus of food. Whatever Yitzhahara tries to do, he is he starts off something a little bit more palatable to your senses. He tells you, you know, first go after something which is, you know, it's, it's sort of a mitzvah, no after the Chalt on Shabbos, and he gets you into into other foods, and he gets you into like really like crazy um, addiction to to eating, um, or gets you into uh, into clothing, gets you into to to he tries to sort of like a matador trying to direct a bull. Itzar tries to Itzar is called the great painter, he tries to dress everything in the world that's really ugly to look beautiful, and everything that is really beautiful to look ugly. There are some people that every few hours they change their ties. You know that, that that's they're into. So that's that's one kind of dress of the Yitzhar. That's one kind of garment to the Yitzhar, the businessman. He has very practical and real things. He tells you it's worth it. He tells you you need to make more money. And then you have that thing in your head. So then you start doing all kinds of things which which you think will get you there. You put that dream into your mind. But sometimes Yitzhar can be completely disguised. He tells you. He comes to you completely dressed like a tzaddik, like a chacham. There are um, 
a lot of people who work on themselves for a couple of years, they dive in, they learn for a couple of years, this, and then after a while, they suddenly stop. They, instead of them trying to work on themselves and dive with more concentration, they just join the regular minion and they, they let go. It would be like everybody else. They, um, they may have set times to learn, set times to daven, but they're not, they lost that drive. They lost that interest of coming better, of, of davening, like, 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 like when they used to have, have this, this personal interest and drive. I want to serve Hashem in the best way. I'll be closer to Hashem. Instead, they, 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 they let go and they go into this like routine to be like everybody else. Okay, I have set time, set time to learn, set time to daven. It's hard to grab you and tells you it's already been a couple of years you've learned and davened and you still have machshavazars, you still are thinking the wrong things, you still have taivas, you still have desires for the wrong things. So why are you, why are you trying to um, pretend to everyone else that you're so holy? How can you lie to yourself so much? How could you, you're learning chassidus, you're davening, but in your head, all these kinds of crazy things are running around. So the Tzahara tells you, stop with the lies. Either be a chassid or leave. There's no, in, there's no in between. Be real. Stop, stop bluffing everybody. You go to Fabrengans and you try to go to higher Madregas. And the next day in the morning, you, as if nothing happened. So stop it. Stop lying. Stop being fake. Stop pretending. You aren't ever going to fix yourself up inside. You're, never, you're not able to really dive in the convention and, and open up your heart to Hashem because it's just not for you. And uh, that's his tactic. And sometimes it, it, it uh, enters our mind. And uh, maybe all that decision about being better and trying to dive in better and being closer, maybe that's just a childish dream. Maybe our ambition to feel godliness, to serve Hashem real, for, for real, to be like you know, those, those legendary Hasidim, like Maybe it's just a, a dream. Maybe it's just, just not relevant. So this is what causes a Shiva student or a or any of us to um, to get knocked off the road. It's it's the it's a hard dressing like the sage. The animal soul puts in front of you challenges you cannot ever um, ever reach. He tells you you need to be like a mental foot of us. You need to need to to um, he, he puts in front of you like uh, this this higher level of chumrah, this higher level of 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 uh, service of Hashem, and he, and he tells you if you're not reaching this level, then you're nothing. If, if you still have machshav and zaris, you still have thoughts in your head that you're not supposed to have, then this whole thing isn't for you. When the truth is, Alter says in Tanya, it's only for a tzaddik. So, on the contrary, Alter says in Tanya, nivra. Maybe the whole reason you were created was just to struggle with the machshav azaris. Hashem, Hashem sends you those machshav azaris, sends you the wrong kinds of thoughts. You're supposed to continuously fight with them. And that's why Nisham is in this world to constantly fight and push them away. But Yitzhahara sets up this standard, this fake standard, and tells you, if until you reach here, it's all, it's all a waste of time. It's not real until, until you reach this level. Until you're like your mental futafaz, and this and Shemachayim, forget about it. So either be like, be like them or don't do anything. That's, it's a hard addressing like the sage. It's giving you Hasidic advice. Rebbe Hashab once said, 
that uh, this Yitzhahara, the, the sage like Yitzhahara, has a specific influence amongst higher and more edel souls, souls which are a little more refined, a little more sensitive. These souls are more um, susceptible to be attacked by the sage like Yitzhahara, by the Yitzhahara like the sage. He lifts them up very high. He emphasizes, they feel all of themselves to be very high, and then he throws them down. He tries to you know, get them to do some kind of chumrah, some kind of thing that's not on their level. And through that, he gets them to, to fall down. And then he tells you, why are you lying? It's like the um, vart we learned many times in Shvina Esrei. The, uh, we say before Shvina Esrei and, and Maira, we say, remove the satan from in front of us and from behind us. Before you do an Avera, Sahara tells you, it's not really an Avera, it's okay. After you do it, he says to you, you see, you're, 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 you, this, you see, this whole thing isn't for you. So Yitzhahara, the saves like Yitzhahara, he first puts on this, 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 um, this challenge to you and tells you, you have to reach this level, you have to be, be, this, be, be this way. And then he says to you, ah, no, you can't really be this way, just, just, just give in. And then when you give in, he's like, oh, you see, it's, it's all a bluff, it's all, it's all, it's all, it's all fake. This is the Yitzhahara's words. Either everything or nothing. Those are words of the Yitzhahara. That is a very successful klippa among very special neshamas. He lifts you up to very higher places, very deep places, very special places in serving Hashem. And he looks for to be absolutely, you know, totally devoted to Hashem. And then when you feel a little bit of self-worth, a self-interest, a self, or a, 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 you feel a little bit of arrogance, then you tell yourself, oh, if I still have this sense of self and worth and self-arrogance, etc., then so I, I haven't really reached it. It's all, all fake. So this is the way the Yitzhar can get any one of us. We could be told by the Yitzhar, why are we climbing the walls? Why should we get into the deep stuff in Chassidus? Let me be a simple Jew. Let me work for my business. Let me educate my children to be good Jews. It's enough. Forget about Mali Kalaman and Seva Kalaman. Who needs all that stuff? What's really the answer to the Yitzhara? What's the response to the Yitzhara who's dressed like a businessman? The Torah says that when Hashem made the world, Hashem saw that all that he made was very good. Hashem saw all that he made was very good. So the Medrash says, what was very good? The Yitzhahara. The Abishra says the Yitzhahara was very good. So how can you say Yitzhahara is very good? And the answer is, the Yitzhahara is never satisfied with being good. The Yitzhahara always says you have to be very good. He looks for perfection. He wants you to be Superman, to be totally perfect, 100%, either 100% or nothing. That's how he lifts you up, and then he puts you down. Be very careful. I once shared with you a long time ago, if you guys remember, Ravindel Futafas and Rabiel Khan, Zain Gazunt, were once for ringing together on a sukkah. And Ravindel Futafas and Rabiel were arguing about who is a chassid. Rabiel said, a chassid is someone who is 100% devoted to Hashem. If there's 1% that is not devoted to Hashem, that means he's not a chassid at all. At all because that means he puts his own interests before 
before Kedusha, before what he's supposed to be interested in. He puts himself before Kedusha. And the Futafas hated that. He got so upset at Rabiel. He said to him, if someone's 1% a chassid, he is a chassid. Just 1%. So the, the argument of Mendel against Rabiel was, Rabiel was saying something very logical. If I'm able to give in, that means I'm not there. That's true, but it also could be the Eight Sahara. And Mendel Futafas was worried about the Eight Sahara that would result of Rabiel's words, which would say, if I'm not there, I'm, I'm just not part of it. Mendel was saying, if you're 1% there, that's who you are. Because that's, that's true. The Sahara, the Abish has many malachim and Shemayim. And the Sahara tells you you have to be very good. If you're not very good, you're nothing. There's nothing in the world like this. There's no such thing as absolute perfection. There's always a little bit of dirt. Since Chava ate from the tree of knowledge, there's a mixture of good and evil. So there's no such thing as things which are absolutely perfect. One of the, um, you have a gem, which is very, it looks like a sparkling gem, it's beautiful. It's a diamond that's, that's worth, you know, a million dollars. But uh, if you look at it with a magnifying glass, you'll discover that even this gem, which is worth a million dollars, also has something in it. We need to understand that Hashem doesn't ask from us to be very good. He just wants us to be good, to do whatever we could do, with, with all of our faults, with all of our, our issues. In fact, that's exactly what Hashem wants. He wants us with all of the blemishes, with all of the... I have to send you... Um, I Jacobson uh, made a great video based upon the medish that we were discussing last few weeks. Um, the medish about the soul that sins. The soul that sins gave a, a different parable to, to, to explain the medish's parable. The soul... Um, I'll send you after the share. You'll watch, watch yourself. I don't want to ruin it, to ruin, ruin the way he, he presents it. The point is that Hashem specifically wants the greatness of our imperfections. He gives us the power to live in the world of lies and in the world of lies to bring some truth. That's the goal. The goal is in the world of lies, in the place of imperfection, to reveal godliness. So the fact that there's imperfection in me and yourself, that's, that's the whole point. That's the point of Hashem's creation. He doesn't want the tzaddik. The Yitzhahara is telling you that Hashem wants you to be very good or nothing. He, he's, he's derailing you, not just he's able to bring you down, but he's derailing you from the whole point of, your, of, your, of where you are right now. Not only does that bring you down eventually, that kind of logic, because you can't maintain perfection, but besides that, he's taking away the, the majesty of the struggle, the, how precious it is to Hashem, that little movement that, that we're making right now, that this, this movement is precious, not because it's perfect, it's precious because it's the diamond in the rough. That, that's why it's precious. One of the Everyone follow so far? Any questions, comments, criticism where we are so far? Are we everyone alive? Okay. So, so in short, the Itzahara has these three kinds of ways he approaches us, either like the like the like the like the bandit with tells us straight out, just do the wrong thing and just tries to uses a powerful force in us, like seduction. This is just go for it, this is good, this is good. I know it's a wrong thing, but you, you need this. Or he is the businessman who tries to get this dream of 
of something which isn't isn't which is as much to be desired as to be the purpose of why we're here in this world. It gets us totally infatuated with some kind of dream, <laughs> lust for money or whatever it is, and then then it gets us to cut corners in our life because of that that that. And he tells us just he comes to us with this with this with this dresses as a businessman and says you need to you need to make money for your family you need to. And the third kind of yitzhara is the venerable sage who just tells you you have to be very good. Rabbi, what about the uh, Yetzirah that's 14 crows sitting on the power line above your head? The what? The, the 14 crows that are above your head calling every time <laughs> you talk about the Yetzirah? Um, is, is there a Yetzirah that, you know, I know there's the business Yetzirah that says, like, don't learn, like, you got to, like, hustle and work. What about the Yitzhahara that sort of confuses you to like not work or, or, or like be basically be like not productive in both, in both ways. Like, is that, or is that not a Yitzhahara? Is that just like your struggle? The difference between the words in Chassidus, Nefesh Bahamas and Yitzhahara, the animal soul in Yitzhahara, it's basically the difference between the intellect and the emotions. There's, there's, a, there's your perspective. Yitzhahara tries to give you perspective and say, this is the way things are, and tries to seduce us to look at things a certain way. And when those ideas become how we feel about them, then we actually feel that way. We actually think, instead of the, the, the I think becomes I feel, I feel that this is, that's that's when we've we've um, we've taken it. Just, we, we've we've become part of the the animal soul has four elements out there. It in The animal soul has fire, water, wind, and earth. One of those um, elements, earth, altarbesesentanya, is the element of laziness and sadness. It's that's where stagnation and paralyzation comes from. Then there's etzahara of anger and arrogance, fire, and there's etzahara of water. But, but, but those are, are part of our persona. It's Hashem made us. Hashem made us with a little bit of fire, water, wind, and earth. Wind is the element of, of, uh, of frivolity, of, of bragging. Um, so those are the things Hashem made us with. Um, like, for example, Rapinya Korf, Zangazunt, he said, the Chaim Rapinya, Paul Pinchas Ben Chayyud, I think, Chaim Chaim Rach. Rapinya. He, um, one, he, used to, he used to write write the Rebbe report, but every every student in the yeshiva, he wrote about one boy who used to wake up late for davening, wait late late for us to sing Shema, and he said this boy has a very refined animal soul. His big Yitzhahara is that he sleeps in. And the Rebbe said it's the opposite. That animal soul of sleeping in and laziness is the lowest kind. That's the earth. Are the four elements: fire, water, wind, and earth. Earth is the lowest. Earth is the heaviest. So that's that's uh, definitely a, a a challenging one. So the the question is, 